Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew. And welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Ooh. Yes. As always, we have an esteemed colleague or guest, and we solve the beefs of our listener dears. Can, can I ask, Tom, what, when you say esteemed colleague or guest, what's the distinction you're making in your mind there between the two? I, I hate to pick you up early doors, but so what, I'd, I'm really excited to know which category today's, today's person falls into, because they're oh, either a guest... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think we. I think th- this guy is 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 properly comedy royalty. So I, I think for us to call him a colleague, even we're not a peer, we're not colleagues of his. He is a legend, and he is definitely our guest. Um, yeah, it's Michael Fenton Stevens, the brilliant Michael Fenton Stevens from Radioactive, from KYTV, from Only Fools and Horses. He is. Uh, he's just such a delightful man, a brilliant, oh, man. brilliant guy. Um, yeah, and if you haven't heard. Street. His podcast, uh, my time capsule, it's it's really brilliant, and we'll we'll leave a, a um uh, we'll leave a, a link to it in the show notes. Um, and uh, what else is there to say? Oh, just to say, um, apologies to people who've been sending us messages now. Uh, the Christmas apologies show. Accepted. And the yes, yeah, apologies to all our colleagues and some of our guests. Uh, that the Christmas show and the show before the Christmas show, uh, they're all sold out now. Oh. If you if you want to get if you want to get tickets, I would say the best way to do it is to just watch our Twitter, um, uh, Pappy's Comedy. If you go to if you go to Twitter and, and look at our Twitter, like around the days leading up to it, because people always say I can't do it on the day or they get sick or whatever. So um, so go along to. Um, sorry, we're not at Pappy's Comedy on Twitter. We're at Pappy's Tweet. Um, uh, yeah, go to our Twitter, which is uh, at Pappy's Tweet, and we will be retweeting anybody who said that they can't uh, come along, and you can probably sort out tickets that way. That's the way to do it, or to join the waiting list on Eventbrite, uh, which will alert you if anybody can't do it and gets a refund. Or get a job at the Phoenix, working as bar staff. That's a really good point. Get a job at the phoenix do you know what as well I, I i adore the phoenix but a couple more bar staff wouldn't go amiss especially <laughs> in the downstairs bar especially when it's busy so yeah get yourself a job at the phoenix guys i'm sure they're hiring get yourself yeah phoenix cavendish square uh i think it's um i think it's uh inquiries at phoenix cavendish square.co.uk but uh you, you could look it up yourselves get yourself a, get yourself a job down there and uh and uh and join the fun one of the best seats in the house behind the bar. Oh, it's lovely. lovely. It's where the booze is, certainly. So that's not a, that's no bad thing. Um, yeah, so all, that's that's all sold out there, uh, and that is that is pretty much that for flat slams in uh, in 2023. What a year it was! What a year! It's let's not get into, let's not get into the end of year review. Yet. <laughs> let's not get misty eyed and nostalgic about the year. Let's just look ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, I just saw the the finishing line and just thought, God, yeah, wow. (laughs) 
my natural broadcasting instincts kicked in. Just thought, yeah, let's review the year right here, right now. You've got to, you've got to. What have been your What have been your magic moments? <laughs> <laughs> Every episode from Relative October same. onwards is going to be our review of the year. Is there any chance I could switch from um, uh, to from? To a go on, go on. Clarky, you're going to do it, Clarky. Clarky, you're, you're going to do it, mate. I believe in you. Come on, come on. Any chance I can switch oh, from no. a guest to a colleague? Go on. Yes, oh, here we go. Let's hear it from Clarky. We'll get, yes, we'll get I can guys. We're going to get this colleague to a guest. Do you know what? That was my highlight. Pump- highlight of the year. That was. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, man. Thanks. Twenty twenty-three, you bastard. Anyway, let's crack on with this beef, brothers, cold cuts episode. <laughs> Just type that up in the edit if we can. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The pro- there's a problem with recording the intros after we've recorded the whole episode. We're knackered. Just enjoy the episode. Bye. Well, if you've got a problem, I'm calling a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you. Beef from the sorting out your beef. So, Mike, we, we, we've got to ask you. Before we get into the the business of solving other people's beefs, yeah, what sort of a person are you to live with? Well, I think I'm a very good person to live with. I'm quite malleable, which is good, isn't it? I, I'm Voice not that good, particular yeah. about things. That makes a difference, doesn't it? You know, if, if you're one of those people who just goes, "No, this is we have to do it now." I always watch this program, and I always watch it in this chair. You know, I'm not. I'm not. Um, the, the dad from the royal family who sat there and went, you know, this is this is what I watch and this is my chair. Now I'm very movable in my life, and I'm <laughs> used almost to change, like a, like a piece of furniture, very much like a piece of furniture. <laughs> yes, and almost as interesting. Uh, I, uh, I sort of entertain myself as well. Actually, uh, I'm quite happy to to sort of. Uh, <laughs> something my father used to do sit in the kitchen while my wife watches the television programs she wants to watch now you would think get another telly yeah but, um, yeah but actually you know i'm i'm sort of relieved by the fact that she says well I, i'm watching uh you know master chef and i go well, i don't want to watch master chef why would i want to watch that how do you why do you rely on their taste buds that's what i always say to her why would you trust their taste buds if you could taste it I could understand you watching MasterChef because you all get to the end of it. Everybody tastes a bit and goes, they're the best. But you're not. You're relying on somebody else to taste it and go, well, that is fantastic. Oh, my word. You know. <laughs> so do you, do you go to the kitchen and just taste everything in the kitchen? Then? <laughs> I just I'm gonna cook my own food. I'm going to taste I'm not trusting them. You know. Yeah. So what I do is I do um, uh, Master Beer Drinker, the competition. Go downstairs and test that out and and make my own bloody decisions. I don't need John Tarode to tell me what to drink. Thank you very much. Uh, But no, I think I'm I'm all right. I do snore, obviously, (laughs) a lot. My wife uh, has suffered that for many years. Have your wife? Uh, have you been together a long time? Your wife and yourself. A long, long yeah. time. So, yeah. what are the phases? This because my wife and I are in the kind of the first phase of her realizing how bad a snorer I am, mm-hmm. and so we're still at the kind of waking up phase where she wakes me up cross. And I yeah. have to try and defend myself for something I haven't chosen to do. You've got to defend yourself. You wake up on the back foot being like, oh, I didn't know. You know, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just wondering, are there more phases? Are they, like, have you gone through that phase? Yeah, there is a room of, of 
fuck off to another room. Right. I've got that to look forward to, have I? <laughs> I've got that fuck to look forward to. Fuck off back down to the kitchen and have some more beer. <laughs> Stop drinking beer and farting and snoring. <laughs> That, right. that works, Man, yeah. those are my yeah. three favourite things to do. I mean, I think that actually it, you can't possibly last that long without somebody's, you know, you being able to put up with the faults of the other person because everybody has that, you know. So she does put up with it. But maybe she does because there's not... I have never had a workman come in here and decorate this house. Not in my entire years years and years we've been married for getting on for 45 years now my wife and i right and i've always decorated the house is that because I've you don't trust uh, around workmen or i'm not paying someone to move a paintbrush <laughs> up and down surely anybody can do that and i do it and i have to say i did it really really badly <laughs> the only time my wife ever decorated our house was just after we bought our first house i live in tunbridge wells and we we were house hunting in uh, all over London, looking for somewhere to live. And uh, the house prices were ridiculous. I'm going to make you really angry now. Oh, they were so ridiculous. I mean, we couldn't afford anything over 30,000. Oh, oh, my, my God. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Not a deposit these days. I love it. <laughs> you know, and so uh, so I then, uh, we, we went to visit a friend out near where I now live in Tunbridge Wells, and he took us to dinner in a house in Tunbridge Wells, and we were talking about this quandary, and the man we were having dinner with said, well, this house is on the market, and we said, how much is it? And he said, 27. No. And my wife said, we'll take it. And I said, don't you think we should look around first? <laughs> Honestly, genuinely. And so we did look around this house, discovered it had two more floors than we thought. It was a townhouse. Whoa. <laughs> and, uh, and it's been great said, having you on the podcast here, Michael. Thanks very much. Yeah, it's, that's it. it's been a real pleasure. Do you want to tell me about the other advantages of uh, having been old and you know, about the fact that my pension is, uh, is you know, triple locked and all that sort of thing? It just really make you upset. <laughs> anyway, we did buy it. We bought it for twenty-seven and a half thousand pounds, and uh, and wow. about three weeks later, I did a commercial for Guinness, and they paid me twenty-two thousand pounds. So you imagine how much that would be worth now? Oh. Unbelievable! And then I went to Australia on tour, and my when I came back, my wife and I just days after we'd moved to this house, all the things were in boxes all over the house, and I said, "Bye then." <laughs> and I went to Australia for three months and when I got back she'd sorted all the boxes out it was fantastic and had painted almost the entire house mauve oh, wow <laughs> immediately devaluing it <laughs> immediately making it worth no more than 25,000 did she mishear you when you said you mauve in and I'll just I'll go to Australia <laughs> it was November <laughs> I think she did it so that she would never have to decorate again, which has been the case. Because, wise. <laughs> yeah. A wise woman. Or a mm. colourblind woman, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know, one or the other. It was a strange house we moved into. These people had this... Um, there was... <laughs> the person who owned it before was a Carnegie. And I said, a member of the Carnegie family? Jokingly. And he went, uh, yeah, yeah, I am, actually, yeah. Wow. And I went, oh, really? Was sort of a minor member? And he went... Uh, well, you know, I mean, I get, uh, um, I, I've never worked. I'm an artist. I said, <laughs> oh my I said right. Uh, have you, do you paint? No, no. Are you an artist? He said, well, sort of, yeah. 
I mean, I do. A, I mean, I don't, I don't like it. I've got the lifestyle. And he showed me one of his paintings. He was a terrible painter. Couldn't paint for toffee. But every now and again, he would get an inheritance. Wow. Some biddy somewhere in the Carnegie family would pass on, and he'd be left some vases or something, and, and they'd be worth a fortune. And that's how he lived. When somebody walks through your front door, they're walking into what used to be the Carnegie Hall. <laughs> yeah. How do you get to the Carnegie Hall? Practice. Got practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or move into one of the people's houses. <laughs> Shall we solve some beef? Should we? Should we start solving yeah. some beefs? Let's let's, let's do, do it. it. Um, Tom, hello. I believe you've got the first one for today. I have indeed. This is a d- oh hello. This is a great title. Domestic Sonic Beef from Charlie. Dear Brief Brothers, and undoubtedly my favourite ever guest. Ah, (laughs) I don't mind that. Charlie's got a silver tongue. I present to you a small niggle of a beef, but I hope you can relate. My wife and I share a sonic toothbrush. Ooh. Oh. Um, Before we go any further, A, (laughs) yes, we're doing pretty well, thanks. And B, we have two different toothbrush heads and share the one Sonic engine. Mm-hmm. Now, are we imagining that there's two heads that attach at the same time at either end, and they just have to <laughs> brush their teeth with their arms around each other? <laughs> In a romantic <laughs> way. Romantic. The, most, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the couple that brushes together stays together. <laughs> like the end of Requiem for a Dream, only sweeter. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my beef is that without fail every night, my wife will try and talk to me about the news and tributes from the day. As soon as I have placed the toothbrush in my mouth, adjusted the settings accordingly and started the brushing process. Now, a sonic toothbrush is loud when it is in your mouth, certainly to the point that I can barely hear anything else. So therefore, what should be a two minute process, 30 seconds on each quadrant, takes over five minutes if you have to pause and restart the brush over and over again to listen to and answer each moment or question from the day that you think you have heard over the whirring of the engine. (laughs) How do I get my wife to realise that these two minutes are no talk zones and that I'm ready to be an excited (laughs) and engaged husband as soon as this nightly ritual is complete? Yours Mm. in beefs, Charlie. My wife's got the solution, which is fuck off to another room. (laughs) (laughs) Paint the toothbrush mauve. No, um, go uh, and have a beer. Have you got? So, who here has a sonic toothbrush? Well, I know Michael. You bought a sonic toothbrush in 1973 for eight pence, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) It's still got it. It's increased in value since. But solid gold. I think think everybody over the age of sixty was given shares in Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know why they just gave it to us as a present. You probably need it one day. Haven't checked in on the value yet, but I'm sure it'll be. (laughs) I don't. I don't really know. Is a sonic toothbrush? Is that one of those ones that buzzes so fast that it's supposed to knock the plaque off is that what a sonic toothbrush is imagine i, I think I, I don't i don't i've never heard of a sonic i can't think be good I might teeth, have can one. It? i think Do you've you? got Do one you? ben yeah have you because i think ben's got one and i think my wife has one i can't use them because they are they're like those they go like go 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather yeah. than like an electric one that goes, it's like more of a, and and there's like an intense, like tiny vibration to them. Mm. Well, clearly, like mine, mine's the intense, the uh, the vibration's so intense it just rattles the memory of it out of my brain. <laughs> it's clearly causing you some kind of damage. Have you, yeah, is that the kind of toothbrush you have, Clarky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That is the kind of that's the vibe. So, it's do you have a similar good. experience to Charlie in terms of? Do you verify what he says about hearing and the focus that it takes when you're using it? Well, I will say that actually, Megan has like a, a an aversion to people scrubbing their teeth. It goes right through her. The sound of it. So she'll be as far away. Like if it if it comes on. That's the, why she fell in love with you, isn't it? She found out you. She heard the rumours about your oral hygiene. And thought this is this is the guy this for is me. The guy for me. Yeah. Whereas the halo sound of a. Oh, it's like she's being called. It's like a siren call for her. Oh, we should say Megan's a dolphin. We should we should have stipulated that. Um. Yeah, so so she she gets as far away from me as possible whenever I'm I'm scrubbing my teeth, or, or or whenever I'm talking. I do hope that these um that they've thought of that you are there children's versions of Sonic. There must be surely with Sonic, Sonic the, Hedgehog. the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, it. you'd the think Sonic so. the Hedgehog Sonic toothbrush. There must be. I wonder if like if it's just too. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about here, but that that'll be true for the entire episode. Is it too powerful for a child's mouth? Is it the sort of thing that you could lose all your baby teeth if you put it in the kid's mouth? Yeah. You'd have to, you'd have to, you know, like you'd have the most expensive day for the tooth fairy ever if you stuck it in a child's mouth. I'm sure it feels like you shouldn't really be sticking anything sonic in your head anyway, but especially not if you're a kid. Yeah, you don't want to say to your you know treasured three year old, "Come on, darling, approach the sonic engine and open your mouth." <laughs> Like, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a responsible parenting sentence, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Do you think that? So is it? Is it a vibration then that's cleaning your teeth? I think yeah, so. I believe so. Is that what it is? So, in fact, won't they find eventually that this is rather like heading a football or something and brings on early onset dementia and you know just your brain being shaken by this oh, thing? Yeah. It would Every explain night. a lot of, of, about Ben actually. Yeah, Ben, I tell you what. Go and get your go and get your sonic toothbrush. Let's have a let's yeah, have a, let's, 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 let's let's have a bit of a live demonstration. No, I know. I mean, like this isn't really the beef. This is th- this is three people no, trying to get their heads around what, what, what a sonic toothbrush <laughs> what is. What the hell is he talking about? Isn't what Charlie Charlie's problem isn't. I don't know what my sonic toothbrush <laughs> is. <laughs> we'll get round to solving the beef in a second. In the meantime, I'm surely surely there's things to be pointed out to, because it, I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, I know it's you know environmentally maybe it's a good idea to use one toothbrush. But if you are able to afford a sonic toothbrush, then I would suggest you could afford two. And maybe your wife wouldn't have to stand there waiting for her turn while yeah. you're using it. Yeah. That would be the solution, I would say. Is if she had one as well, you both do it. She can't talk to and you while you she's got the yes. sonic toothbrush this in her mouth. This is the talk of someone with a triple locked uh, pension, though. Yeah. 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 75 quid. How many do you want? Come on. Just put some of your Guinness royalties to it. They come in every year. Just buy yourself. I think we get it with the. I mean, I think, you know, if we go into boots, because of the boot shares we all got. But that was in the days when you could pick up boot shares for pennies. <laughs> they were nothing. Oh. 
Uh, <laughs> um, right, Clarky. I don't Here. think it's Sonic, mate. Actually, this, uh, this no, look at it. I, 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 no. I've, had, I've had one like that in the past. Yeah, I, you this have. Yeah. This one's you, an oral B. Pop, pop right, it up you, to the microphone. It feels like you downgraded from the. Yeah, you definitely used to have one that would go. That went. Yeah, I used to. I used to have one. Yeah, definitely. That like that. Well, I, don't I, think that I, one I can is. get my wife's if we need this. Do we need this? <laughs> If you come back with a vibrator, we can. Yeah, he comes back. I'll, I'll be furious. She told me it was a toothbrush. That's a bloody toothbrush. We've just got something to tell you. That is not a solid toothbrush. And she's absolutely using it right now while he's recording. Um, I've, I found out. A, I found out a fact about Sonic toothbrushes, though. Yeah. Uh, they. We. We know they use Sonic technology, but. Here we go. We've got a tonic toothbrush in, in uh, for, from Tom here. Tom, v- very quickly before we before we turn this on, before you've even heard the sonic toothbrush, um, how many times yeah. do you think the brush head moves per minute? How many times do you think the brush head moves per minute uh, on a on a Philips electric sonic toothbrush? Anyone have any minute. ideas? Per minute, how many times is it? I'll okay. tell you now. It's a wild number. So I'm, so I'm gonna get. I'm gonna guess it does. It's 10 a second, so okay. I'm saying 600 times. 600 times a minute. Okay. I'm going to raise 600. you. I'm going to say 1,500. I was going to go for 6,000. <laughs> oh. Because oh. it's 6,000. You've been fooled by the advertising. Well, no. <laughs> I, I can well, tell wait, you wait now. Before you tell us. Yeah. Let me try and count. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Fair play, it's a lot. Fair play. Um, how do they? How can they count? <laughs> well, this is this is it. I guess they film it and then slow it right down and have someone there with a little ticker. But um, I can tell you now, Tom. Uh, Tom was the closest. Like record breakers. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you need. Norris McGuerter with a clipboard. Um, I can tell you, Tom. You, you were you were off to the tune of. Um, Ninety percent. It's it's sixty two thousand times <laughs> a minute, and at that stage, what? you may as well say any. You may as well say any number. I mean, no one's checking in that instance. <laughs> so, oh, it's a, this brush head moves up to sixty two thousand times per minute. I'm not putting that in my mouth. No way. Oh, that's good because my old one, wow. my, my old one used to do fifty thousand. It just wasn't yeah, quite cut. It so that thousand times off. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. And by cutting it, you cause me cutting straight through your guns with it. <laughs> they are horrible. <laughs> they are horrible. They make it's such a. It, uh, oh. How is your wife feeling about you using it in your own mouth, Tom? I mean, she, doesn't, she doesn't know, but she listens to the podcast, so she'll find out when she listens to this episode. Let's <laughs> just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's very intense, and it is. Can you hear that noise? It's like a lightsaber almost. Yeah, yeah, that's too much. Yeah. But, and, and that, yeah, that's a, that's an annoying mosquito, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly right. So, so his his case does hold up that it's probably too loud to hear what's going on. But I think <laughs> so. We've got oh, to the yeah, stage now where we, we believe him. <laughs> we talked for about fifteen minutes, and we're now Charlie. Don't worry, we believe you. That's where we are. <laughs> So we're an hour into the podcast and we've... Uh... <laughs> 80% of our listeners going, the fuck, they don't know what a sonic toothbrush is. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Um, I'm, I've got a suggestion, which is, you know, when we had the whole happy birthday, wash your hands for happy birthday. Mm. What if Charlie comes home and says, oh, I heard a good thing on the radio today. It says, you know, to make sure you're brushing your teeth for the right amount of time, you should brush your teeth for the duration of, and then insert one of his favourite songs. Oh, that's good. That's good. Although yeah. the problem is not him brushing his teeth. It's her talking while he's brushing his teeth. Yes, but if he says, I'm going to be listening to that song now whilst I brush Headphones. my teeth... So yeah, I can't like, hear what you're saying, darling. I'm like, so I'm sorry, because you, you're always really fascinating. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it just means we'll have to, you, you can give me your talk of the day later mm. on. Oh, if only I could listen to you, because I do love listening to you, <laughs> telling me all the things of the day, but I really need to brush my teeth properly, so I'm going to have to put these very, very efficient headphones on. Is that what you're saying? She's going to yes. fall for that. She'll fall yeah, for can, that. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Can I just, 45 can I just... years of marriage tells me that she's going to fall for that. Okay, I've got another one. No, Tom, can I put just can I just drill down into that for a second uh, to use a dentist parlance? <laughs> Please. Um, uh, the the idea that you could say to somebody, uh, I, I, "I will listen to you after I finish listening to this song." is absolutely nuts, right? Imagine that outside of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if imagine if Jane okay, came home and went, "What a day I've had." You went, "Oh, Give me one second. I just want to. I just want to listen to Tiny Dancer, if that's okay. Just as soon as Tiny Dancer's over, then I am all ears. But Elton gets Elton gets first dibs on this. It's just, yeah. Okay. This what this this is one. Then this. How about okay. this? We've all heard the sound. It's intense. Yeah. Mm. It's unpleasant, right? So what if you start complaining about hearing loss? And you start mishearing and saying, sorry, I didn't... And then, and then say, right, I'm going to go and see a specialist because my hearing isn't what it was. And then you go, you come back and you've printed off a little letter and it says, oh, the, the sonic toothbrush is, is damaging my hearing. I'm going to have to wear earmuffs while I clean my teeth. <laughs> Therefore, because we're dealing with 63,000 movements a second here. Yeah, or a minute, whatever you know, whatever you know. The, the, I think I think it's a minute. Like, still, it, it may as well be a second. I don't think you know. our, our skulls aren't designed for that amount of movement. That rattling. <laughs> so I'm going to have to Hold really on. focus in on. Yeah, you know, the little bones in your inner ear must be clashing exactly. together at some the sort. Of, you know, yeah, you've got to yeah, think of my exactly. cochlea. And so <laughs> I do daily. Where does he live? Look, I'm going to send him something from one of my pensions. <laughs> enough for him to buy another sonic toothbrush, because the solution clearly is for the two of them to say, so that we do it properly, let's start together, darling. Let's clean our teeth together. How romantic yeah. is that? So and they press the button at the same time, and they, they go through the whole process of 30 seconds this side, 30 yeah. seconds. Who does yeah. that? Eyes locked. With the sound of the tinnitus that they'll eventually have in older age. <laughs> it's Ben's dream to sit there and clean his teeth with his partner, oh, but his, par his partner leaves the house. <laughs> if I <only. laughs> okay. just swims for, week, for to weeks put on a end. Lock on the bathroom door. <laughs> a triple lock. <laughs> Pretend you're having a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need. Yeah. A, re a really high powered vibrating shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's me straining it's not the toothbrush <laughs> my inner anus can move at 63,000 meters a minute <laughs> in an unrelated point could you put, sorry could you put it back onto could you put it back onto to Charlie's wife and perhaps say like make it fun for her say look 
I love the movie Love Actually. I'm a huge fan of that scene where Andrew Lincoln shows up at the front doorstep and uh, has the big cards. Mm. Message of the day, just give me cards of the day. You know, that that's then at least it's a fun, you know, make, you make it into a fun game. Or if that doesn't work, you could say, look, can you speak at a frequency that is higher than the vibration of the sonic toothbrush? At, you know, like, you know that you can get like a dog whistle. <laughs> that is like at the highest pitch you know maybe just say look take elocution lessons and learn to speak at a high at a pitch that's higher than the pitch of the song <laughs> I, I don't know i've never been to elocution lessons <laughs> listen to me uh but yeah i think can you, plenty of options can there your anyway. updates of the day be more can there be more of a dog whistle nature to the updates of your day isn't necessarily <laughs> can you, can you, not in can, not in a gb can, news can, sense can, yeah can you don't pop in some some anti-immigration vitriol can you spice it up a bit kind of thing <laughs> I do look forward to her standing with her with with cars she's written out every night great big cards all written down in hand uh, don't say anything just read my cards i just wanted to say that today i met a man he's the man of my dream i'd like to divorce you <laughs> the whole time <laughs> I'm taking the toothbrush. Buy me another Sonic toothbrush, you toy bastard. The thing that made me fall in love with him was the fact that he was willing to listen to me whilst cleaning his teeth. His name is Michael Fenton Stevens. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's showered me with with toothbrushes. He's old, but he's rolling in it. So, so yeah, so, so basically, if you don't want this to end in divorce, then DM uh, Mike on Twitter and he will send you two crisp £50 notes and you can buy yourself a new toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> beef solved. From a sorting, I can beef solved. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
I like the idea that all of our beefs tonight are going to be solved by Michael just spending a <laughs> just bit of booty cash. For it. <laughs> just, don't worry, I'll send you some money. Uncle Mike gets the checkbook out. <laughs> checkbook? What do you think I am? <laughs> I haven't had a checkbook since 1995. <laughs> it's how you pay for your third house. Um, I, do, I do know people with checkbooks, though. I see, there are some people who still have checkbooks. I found out the other day... Uh, Somebody told me that they went, had dinner with Paul McCartney. And at the end of it, they said, well, no, look, we'll pay. And he went, no, don't be silly. And he wrote a cheque. And they said, but oh, come on, you pay for everything. He said, yeah, but they won't cash it. <gasps> Amazing. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Yeah, of course you wouldn't. You wouldn't. That's would. amazing, yeah. No. And there was a, anybody remember John Otway? John Otway and Wild oh, yeah, and Barrett. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. John Otway really had, free. A, had the hit. Really free. Really free, really, really free. free. He did some really, great really songs. Free. Great songs. He used to, he, my favourite song of his was uh, something that meant he had a permanent scab in the centre of his forehead because he used to do a song called Give It Ed Butts. Uh, I remember giving it. He was saying, I'm walking down the street, and I saw this boat, and I thought, oh, give it headbutts. And he used to headbutt the microphone. And that was his song. And it involved him doing it about 30 times a night. So he had this permanent mark there where the (laughs) the thing used to make him bleed. Anyway, uh, he once said to me, uh, You haven't got any money, Mike, have you? He said, Oh, do you want a drink? I'll get it. Uh, Actually, oh, I haven't got any cash. You couldn't cash a check, could you? And I said, Oh, yeah, I've got some money. He said, "Uh, 50 quid? I went, Yeah, yeah, sure. And I got a 50 quid out. And he started writing this thing. And when he'd had these hits, he'd become a member of Coots Bank. And they had special Coots Bank checks made for him. Well, he wasn't anymore because he didn't have any money. But he still had these checks. And he would write them on there for his deposit account. And, And it had a Coots Bank... And then his name underneath it, and a photograph of him holding a guitar with his hand in the air with a spotlight behind him, <laughs> looking really cool, you know. And I was about to, and I said, you don't think I'm going to cash this, do you? And he went, what? I said, you, you're, this is a trick. You do this all the time because the checks cost you a pound, and then you get somebody to give you 50 quid for them, and then they keep them. And he went, ah, oh, you bastard, you worked it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, have we sorted his beef? I think he's solved, yeah. I think he's, he's solved. solved. Would, would, you like to do, uh, would you like to do the beef that I sent to you, Mike? Do you want to do yeah. snake beef? Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Uh, this, is, uh, this beef is called snake beef, and it's from Ace. Uh, it says, dear pappies... And guest. Housemate, let's call her Pixie. I should imagine she is called Pixie. Um, (laughs) Came home one day having rescued, in inverted commas, an 11-foot Burmese python from a nightclub. Hmm. The new addition brings the total number of snakes up to 15. No. Yeah. The smaller ones regularly escape, and I'm told to keep an eye out. Now, it goes on. This housemate uses a medium instead of a vet to diagnose sickness in the snakes. (laughs) My favourite being when the medium invoked the spirit of Steve Irwin, who told her her snakes are getting ill because she wasn't doing enough yoga. I should say that the place is a squat, but is blankly nodding and generally keeping my mouth shut about all this nonsense really worth not paying rent in London. Yours, Ace. 
Ventura. <laughs> if he was a pet detective, he'd have a lot less trouble. A pet detective, he would, that would solve it, wouldn't it? That would solve yeah, it, really if would. only it was Ace Ventura. Now, this very much is what's uh, was what your generation has done to the housing market, uh, Mike. <laughs> Our generation is forced to live in squats with snakes. <laughs> while you I up didn't all the think good people were allowed to live in squats anymore. I think all of us uh, second and third homeowners made sure that that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> That's true. We He's changed not... the law, didn't we? So that you could couldn't have young people just moving into your London apartments. Yeah, he's not he's not left an address to no. keep us <laughs> to keep um, us out of it. An eleven foot Burmese python. One of his family of fifteen. It? Um, yeah, how are you pixie. with how are you with snakes? Are you are you have you ever worked with any? Uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm fine with snakes. I don't mind snakes at all, actually. I, I quite like snakes. I've handled all sorts of snakes. Um, my friend, who I started in this business with, Angus Deaton, uh, has a phobia about snakes. Oh. Uh, he's never seen Indiana Jones, and the, the first film, yeah. He's never seen it because but, wow. he was told there was a scene where he fell into the pyramid and there were snakes everywhere. So he can't, you know, he can't watch yeah, there's- it. There's a there's a few I mean there's a few there's one in the third as well isn't it when the young river phoenix falls into the 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 snake I, mean, I think yeah. I think he should watch it because he'd have a kindred spirit in Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones has a phobia of snakes. snakes he was no, down to the last two wasn't he? he was down to down to the last two it was yeah it was him or said, Ford so we're going to do the scene where you fall he can't, no, I can't do that <laughs> it blew it blew it idiot but I would say you know how, how good would Harrison Ford have been at hosting uh, Have I Got News For You I mean come on let's, let's yeah, be honest that's true that's true they found that the, the, uh, the truth is really good yeah <laughs> <laughs> well he has that really slow delivery doesn't he so I'm not sure that was is perfect for delivering the weekly gags about Very true. you know he he just has a really slow way of talking <laughs> that's why those films are so long could be done in 10 minutes when he was in his obviously like 30s 40s that gave him gravitas mm. but now the older he gets it now feels it's like Alzheimer's. He, it feels like he doesn't know how he's going to finish his sentence. Like, like the, the, the publicity tour of the last Indiana Jones film, it was slightly like, but it's obviously his. It's always been his pace. But now that he's of a certain age, it does have a certain amount of jeopardy to it. <laughs> that he's going to forget where he is or something. <laughs> did I? Did I go for my walk? <laughs> we made another film what okay right yes. god I hope I don't bump into my dad <laughs> they did that in the last one uh, what <laughs> at the moment where he forgets the gun yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm always doing that <laughs> and is that um, yeah what's that joke uh, as I get older I, I become more existential every time I walk into a room I think what am I here for? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't even begin to think how I would give Ace advice here because the idea of living with one snake, let alone small snakes that get out. Get out. The idea of just... Keep an eye out for Keep them. an eye out. I can't live... I couldn't it's live not, like that. It's not no. relaxing, is it? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not bad with snakes either, but I, I don't much fancy being in a house where. Uh, and I don't. I don't think you do go into. I don't think you get into the squatting scene 
for relaxing purposes you know i don't think i no. think if you're into if you're into the squatting scene you're not like oh this is a lovely cozy squat and i can imagine, like I, you know the fact that the fact that the the the, the author's called ace you kind of think yeah. they're it, you know ace and the pythons it all sounds fucking cool but it it's so not for me Mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, can't, I just don't know how I to mean, even I, begin to approach it. There is a possibility, though, isn't there? That, of course, that he's um, that he's missing a trick here because uh, I think I think clearly, if you could get Pixie, if you could. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking this out as I as I say it. That's, uh, fine. That's if, exactly how we do it. Get, get Pixie <laughs> to go into the main room. This is me pitching for a, a, a new TV series. Yeah, right. so I've got the, I've had this idea. Um, you, you get. A, you get Pixie to go and do her yoga in in the main room with all the snakes in it, and and you 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 compress oh, yeah. the air so you 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 fix all the gaps in the windows and you sort of really pump a lot of air into that room. Okay, so right. uh, to creating a, an atmosphere in there that the snakes find enjoyable because it's full of oxygen. So they all gather all the snakes that have escaped all creep back in again go Ooh, and they get fascinated by this yoga which is almost like a, a sort of a, a snake dance a snake charmer she's doing her <laughs> yoga movements uh, at that point you block up the door into the thing with all of her yoga equipment and any other luggage that might be happening to be around thus <laughs> trapping all that then you open the window suddenly decompressing the room and all the snakes are flown out and you sell the whole idea to samuel l jackson <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and call it snakes in a squat <laughs> <laughs> it could work it's good <laughs> That's brought you to stunned silence. I'm just just working out which is the best channel for it because we're absolutely nicking that idea. (laughs) I'm going to pitch that tomorrow morning. Um, I I think the problem we have with this is that none of us. I mean, I'm sure even even in your in your in your early acting days, I can't Mm. imagine you were a. You were a squatter, were you? I was Did getting ever... 22 grand for... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, we you don't didn't need us up for any less, would you? <laughs> yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> Which property should I buy next? <laughs> you weren't one of these people doing, like, in-your-face theatre, were you? You were doing Guinness no. adverts. No, no, fair yeah. enough. And quite right, too. <laughs> 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 so I just think, I just think we're, we're, just, we're so out of our depth with this one. What, we like, just, I'm none sure of us have is, got... What is squat etiquette? You know, yeah, quite. Squat etiquette. What? What is it? Do you, you know, it? Do you have squat rules? There's got to be a limit. Of, there's got to be a. There's got to be an, an upward limit of snakes, surely. In a flat, sure, but in a squat, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that's it because if, 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 for example, it was you know you were all paying like a just a, like a nominal amount of rent, then you could say, look. In the same way that I've got the big bedroom and I pay a bit more, you've got 15 snakes, you should pay a bit more. Like, <laughs> and then at least it kind of like, there's a bit of yin-yang to it, it balances out yeah. a little bit. But in this instance, no one's paying anything. So you just have to put up, don't you? It's either put up or start paying or living in a, in a place in London that charges you. Which, yeah, uh, that's I'm not, his problem, you see. I, I mean, can't or, imagine. Or, you know, if it's manager. a squat and you can bring any animal in you like, then I would start buying mongoose. Yes, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah, mongoose or, or or yeah, cats are very good with snakes. They're, they're are all, they? 
Yeah, there we are. You see, mu- just say, oh, look, I've got a whole new menagerie of animals that I've brought in. Barricade uh, yeah. yourself in your room with a cat, <laughs> and you'll be fine. You'll never see a snake. Are you sure it- cats cats can fight snakes? Oh, I don't. Yeah. How often does that? How often does have that? You not, get? You, have you not looked at YouTube? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Cats are well, cats are incredibly fast. They can rotate at sixty-two thousand <laughs> per second. Have you not? Have, have you never watched cat? Have you never watched cat versus snake? It's on right after uh, snakes oh, on a squat. It's really <laughs> good. It's on as a double bill. Snakes in a squat, and then straight. They do have those on YouTube, don't snake. they? I've never watched them, but yeah. somebody told me that you have those. There's a big market for strange creature against strange creature little fighting so like scorpion against tarantula and they put them in a thing and and thousands and thousands of people watch the results watch them fight to the death that seems a bit not for me that it's hosted by Craig Charles it's on channel (laughs) (laughs) 5 it shouldn't really be on but you know it is but no one knows it's on beluga whale he commentated a beluga whale took out a rottweiler last night it was amazing (laughs) Uh, occasionally there's it's really uh, it's really unevenly matched like did you see um, grizzly bear versus stick insect it was such a short (laughs) bout yeah and then bear grills snapped him over his knee that was one tough sticky insect yeah yeah he got got straight up his nostril and that was it (laughs) (laughs) up Craig Charles's nostril (laughs) yeah yeah he called it off (laughs) he thought it was a Friday Um, one of my concerns is if you're the guy in the squat who's got a problem with the snakes are they going to start thinking you're the undercover cop do you know what I mean are you the Mm -hmm. narc are you the narc do you know what I mean it's like oh it, it feels like a test of how much how down you are with squat life Maybe. What, what were those policemen doing? That was an extraordinary period, wasn't it? When they used to, they actually formed relationships with people and, yeah. them, and they were undercover cops because they thought these people were going to be subversive. So they just followed them. And they lived. They went, they went they full lived for method. years with people. Yeah, extraordinary. Mad. Imagine, and some of them even set up a podcast with them and did like a podcast for like 10 years <laughs> just, to, just to try and, you know, had like a middling successful sketch comedian group. That like the whole time they were an undercover cop and they never let on. <laughs> never let on. Even though they shared a sonic toothbrush. It's amazing. <laughs> <A> triple ender. <laughs> right, so I, is our best suggestion... Mongoose or cat? (laughs) (laughs) Which is also another game we're pitching. uh, (laughs) We're pitching that to ITV2 tomorrow morning. (laughs) Ant and Deck present a member of the public with a barrel. They put their hand in and have to guess if it's a cat or a mongoose. (laughs) And it turns out it's... It's a great big blade that's swishing round at a thousand tons. <laughs> that's the funny part of it. Yeah, it's, it's cat or mon- mongoose or Nutribullets, yeah. 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 It, it was another sonic engine, I'm afraid. Why does, he, why does he pick the name Pixie, though? Why has he chosen Pixie as, as her uh, nom de plume? Do you think her real name's going to be something like Elf or something like that? And it's, <laughs> oh. like he's just shifted a little bit to the left. I think the chances are quite often when you've got a, a pretty nutty uh, posh girl in a squat, she's yeah. actually Lady Something or Other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's how it sounds. She's one of the Carnegie. Common people. I want to see yeah. what common people do. <laughs> if, if I do it's, more yoga, I'll charm the snakes. Yes, quite. It's, <laughs> it's that. It's that. Or she's called Medusa. 
yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think we can rule out the fact that all of this scenario is a hallucination, <laughs> and that Ace is squatting on his own, and he and he's eating some bad beans. He's gone. <laughs> Ace has gone he's mad at the uh, draft excluders again. <laughs> he's lost I mean, his mind. And, you know, if you go down enough of an internet wormhole, are we, maybe we're just part of Ace's hallucination. Let's not scratch that surface. <laughs> but Ace might, there is a chance that he might think Pixie is an actual Pixie and that there are no snakes. I'm just saying we, we, we can't rule that out. No. It's squat, no. it's squat life, anything goes. Yeah. So you're saying we've been wasting our time on an idiot? <laughs> Yeah, but but that's just me. <laughs> sort of the theme of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where we are on the, on the podcast now. It's like a lot of the time is is working out whether or not we believe the people who've written into us. Oh, right, <laughs> this yeah. is what it is. This is what it's become. So uh, so yeah, I think I think by a mongoose and uh, and beef solved. If <laughs> indeed this was a beef at all, Michael will send you two fifty pound notes to buy. A oh mongoose. yeah, yeah, that's Don't right. Worry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll send you a mongoose, a, a top quality, or even a mink. You know, I mean, I've got, I can afford them. <laughs> I could just imagine. I just imagine Michael's wife. Uh, where are you off to, darling? I've just got to pop to London. I'm, I'm putting a mongoose in a squat. Oh, that's the first say, time this week. Not again. <laughs> oh God. Try not to snore, darling. <laughs> beef solved. I'm beef happy. From the sorting, I can beef solved. We have a beef in from Honey. Listener Honey writes, Dear Pappies and lovely guest, my boyfriend has a borderline obsessive hatred for flies. Ah. So far, we have fly nets on the door, but not the windows. No matter the heat, he won't let me open our windows for fear of a fly. I'm boiling. this This came in this week. Mm. So dur- yeah, during a heat wave, basically, I'm boiling. And when they do get in, it's my fault. So far, he's hurt a plant and broken a lamp trying to <laughs> battle the intruders. <laughs> what? <laughs> How can I get him to fucking chill? That was Honey who wrote that. Thank you, Honey. Wow. <laughs> I like the phrase fucking chill because it suggests that the other person, the person who's saying it is not chill. No. <laughs> fucking chill like me. Can you be a bit more fucking chill like I am? Good Lord. Oh, I wow. reckon I reckon this one's quite uh, simple, actually. You know those, you can get those. Is it kind by of a mongoose? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever seen a mongoose go after a fly? My God. It was series two with Craig Charles. No, no, you're completely wrong. You need to get snakes. <laughs> you need to contact Pixie. <laughs> Again, Basically, you need to get an old woman. She'll swallow the fly. Now, what happens? <laughs> I, don't I, mean, I don't know why. <laughs> it's got a few minutes. Uh, just a minute. Perhaps she'll die. Well, do you know what? In the new version, she doesn't die because my kids have started listening to it. And uh, it's one of those, you know, in the way that they've like, you know, sort of taken out the the, the bits uh, in in Roald Dahl about people being ugly or fat or any of that kind of stuff. um, I know an old lady who's followed a horse. She's fine. 
Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that is her choice. Is how it ends. Yeah. That solved it. Uh, yeah. Who are we to criticise? <laughs> Just be, let people be people, for goodness yeah. sake. We're all going through our own stuff, okay? You just don't know what's going on inside a person. There could be a horse inside there, so just let people handle it and deal with it in their own way. Okay, be kind. I know, I know an old lady who was a vegan who swallowed a fly. She was so upset, she swallowed some corn. <laughs> um, how, do, how does it end now, Matthew? I'm trying to think of what the, what the final line is. I think it just goes to static on the video. Panic. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I can't, I'll have to, I'll, I'll find, I'll find out and we'll, um, we'll, we'll stick it in the intro of the next episode. I'll find out what the, what's happening these days. But you can't be saying people are eating a horse. You know, you don't want, you don't want to scare kids off horses. I want my daughter to grow up to be a polo player, of course. Mike's uh, sending her a bursary. <laughs> I've not, I've gone quiet because I'm desperately trying to work out what that last rhyme would be. Like once you once you're set that I sort of task, it. you not have a brain like that. Once you say, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I think it must be something that makes, and I go, oh, what animal could it be that rhymes with got better or is no longer ill? And I'm trying to think, I've got Duck and Bill, but I can't think of the rhyme that, you know, she recovered. There's no animal that's going to rhyme with that. No. Or she, um, she, it caught the fly and she's all right now. It's, you know, there's got to be a clean ending. And, and it's going to keep me awake tonight, that. Great. Trying to find, well, when you get it, send it in. I will, yeah. definitely. Record yeah. it and send it to us. I'll, we'll write it it on, I'll write it on a £10 note and send it to you. <laughs> We'll never spend That's, it. You see, it's, it's, it's clever. It's clever. He's clever. He, he knows. Spending. He knows. He's all that money out, but he knows that he's going to spend it. So it's he's going to spend it. It's got the genius ending to the end. I've sent out three million notes so far, but don't worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> so. Um, Right, we've got to try and get this boyfriend less scared of flies. Mm-hmm. Fucking chill, or we've got to get Honey to understand her boyfriend's phobia. It's it is a bit lame, isn't it? Being scared of flies. Let's be honest. Is if it, it was sca- a wasp, it, I tell you, because we have we have we have the the fly thing. We get flies in our flat, and I'm not scared of them, but I hate it. By when you say the fly thing, do you mean you've got a filthy flat? <laughs> Well, this is the thing. We've got the fly thing in that our flat's covered in shit. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we've got we've got the shit bucket, yes, but (laughs) granted. But then, come on, which sitting room doesn't? Yes, and the rotting beef with the maggots. (laughs) Bound to everybody's got. Where else are you going to put your rotting beef? Um, So, so what? So you please, please. The number of times I've been asked that question. (laughs) What? So you have a lot of flies, Clarky? Yeah, we get flies, man. We get flies. And And are you fucking chill about it, or are you? We go. We go after them pretty hard with the old fly swatter. Mm. Do you know what you can buy now? You can buy a, a shot, a fly shotgun. <gasps> I have seen this. And you you like cock it, and then it, it fires a, a jet of air that kills the wasp, and it, you can shoot them out of the out of the air, or a fly. <laughs> and so you have, I mean, like it, it's kind of targeted at Americans, really. They you have all the fun of going out and shooting things. 
but you you get to do it with flies in your own home. Wow. wow, well, maybe, you know, then he could learn to love a fly coming in. You know, if he enjoys the idea of, of shooting something out of the air with a stream of air that's so powerful, it, it kills it. Describe I'm, my I'm not, toothbrush. I'm not sure. Not sure I'm, I, uh, there are, surely, you were talking about those electric things in shops and everything, and the, 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 they're attracted to them and they just get electrocuted or whatever. Yeah. But that feels... That seems also like an American thing. They uh, love yeah, that. I, Gee, let's go watch the flies get electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the part. <laughs> um, but it, what it feels like is you want to get this guy to kind of come to terms with flies, right? Yeah. 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 You've got you've got to get him to make his peace with with flies because. I mean, the, the other thing you could do is you could get. I mean, how is he? How is he around spiders? Because yeah. obviously that's the natural. They're the. Na- I mean, now I know class. Is this Angus Deaton? Like, are we still? Are we still asking about Angus Deaton? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't like them either. Yeah. Okay, okay. Get to but that, you get are to right. That. In the end, you know, we've got a mongoose getting into snakes. We should get the natural we've got solution. We, we've got this is an environmental here, yeah. solution. We're yeah. not spraying the air with aerosols or anything, you no. know, and trying to kill the fly. We're just saying, well, actually, you know, let's set up a whole ecosystem whereby flies coming into your house is a boon. Go for the Venus flytrap. If you don't yeah, want to, if you don't want to get the, the spider, I mean, a, a Venus flytrap when you're a when you're a kid, so exciting. Mm. It was just so. There's, there's, I mean, I've, I haven't seen one in absolutely year. I'm sure, I'm sure they're still around. I'm sure they still exist. <laughs> they've died out. But yeah, this is, and there and also as well, aren't there the aren't there sort of like much bigger ones? You know, they're, you, yeah, you can buy the little ones in garden of... centres, but they're like there are yeah. big ones that look very little shop of horrors. Just are you get, worried that this guy? I'm. I, this guy's probably going to be shit scared of a Venus flytrap as well, though, isn't he? Is he scared <laughs> of flies, do you think? The guy's scared of fucking flies, man. He's going to shit himself when he sees a Venus flytrap and what they do. Is the, is the problem that the, that the girl who's written this in is called Honey? Is that the reason the house is full of flies? <laughs> is that we, flies. Is, do you think she is a jar of honey? <laughs> we accept all this. Stay listeners. away from her. You've left the door ajar, honey. <laughs> jar of honey. <laughs> they um if if in fact this whole thing is there's nets up apparently are there over all the windows they put fly nets netting over the, nets door. over the door so she can't open, they won't over open the door the and the window so she can't open the window can't get any fresh air well air conditioning unit uh, that's that's another solution <laughs> again more money throw more money at the problem <laughs> i've got several we get you get you get them on the nhs when you're over 65 <laughs> Is the answer, and I don't mean to be brutal about this, but is it a, a, is it a boyfriend with a bit more of a backbone? Oh, oh no, we can't on. do that. Oh, Hold on. I mean, <laughs> uh, let's be uh, honest. Let's not beat you, around the bush here. Do you think that if you've got one of those guns that fires out a puff of air, it might kill the boyfriend? Do you think, is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> is that, I mean, like... Is there an immersion therapy type element to this whereby <laughs> smear him in shit? That's number one. Dirty bros. Take him down. <laughs> Hang him from the ceiling like one of those sort of sticky tape things that they use to catch flies. And- Cover him in flypaper, yeah. <laughs> Just. 
And just get used to the idea. Open all the windows. <laughs> I mean, the problem may well be that he won't open the windows and the bloody flies can't get out. I always find the solution yeah. with a fly is if you've got a fly in the house, open the windows and they will go out. They buzz around for ages while, trying to yeah. find a way out of the out of your living room. And that's why they head towards the television when it gets dark, don't they? Because they think, there it is, a light source. It must be the way out. So open the windows. Uh, has, has Attenborough done a deep dive on flies? Because is there an element of if he comes to understand flies and appreciate them, then he might learn to get along with them? Well, Blue he, Bottle uh, Planet. Could, yeah, he could, he, could watch, um, he could watch The Fly. Yeah. It's a great film about oh, it all. Great film. I don't know if that'll give you more of a, a, an understanding, doesn't it? It doesn't come to one with a fly. <laughs> and it doesn't go great for him, does it, for Brundlefly? <laughs> doesn't doesn't Goldblum <laughs> spew on his own food and then eat it yeah. a lot? And his skin yeah. starts peeling off. Yeah, I mean, I and he kills himself at the end. Spoiler alert! Yeah, <laughs> you just like the bit early on when he used to just be able to walk up a wall. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, that's good. I want to be and stuff. It's great. Fantastic. Just really bulging eyes. Really good at yeah. arm wrestling. <laughs> you can do. Isn't there a way of? Isn't there? A, wasn't there a trick that you used to talk about when you were a kid about putting a fly on a piece of string so that you could take it for a walk? That if you if you get wait, a fly wait, in a, a jar, you used to, who, who, who talked about this? Well, it, it was like <laughs> all, the, talk, it was all the talk in the playground. The talk of the town. You put a fly no. in a jar. You put the jar in the fridge, and then a cold oh, fly goes I to remember sleep. This. No, you put it in the freezer, don't you? Right yeah, there, you go. Right. You put it in the freezer. Sorry, I, Sorry, I, I stand then, corrected, Tom. You were absolutely yeah, right. It was all the, it was it was all the rage in Sorry about nineteen eighty nine or something. It was like a bit of cotton to it. Yeah, tie a bit of cotton to it, and then suddenly you're walking around town with a fly on a piece of string. Like, is it is it worth that in getting to know one fly, and then you know going okay, this fly seems. I mean, I don't know how our flies okay. Do you mean have a pet fly that he's going to fall in love with? Possibly. Possibly. It could be a start. Yeah. Either that or just go to a fucking gym and get a guy with more backbone. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we, can't, we can't do this. I think I like the idea of him with, you know, with his little pet, <laughs> Philip the fly. Oh, nice. That's yeah. nice. You know, for just buzzing around his head, tied to a piece of cotton. There's a there's a Gerald Durrell's book, My Family and Other Animals. There was a man in there called the uh, the Beetle Man who who used to walk around from village to village selling flying beetles, which again he'd attached to pieces of string. So he'd have oh. them buzzing around his head all day long. Lovely. And, uh, yeah, I, I think there's something in it. Put that put that theory to the test of putting a putting a fly in the freezer mm-hmm. and sticking it on a lead. <laughs> There you go. And we're all going to do that, in fact. I'm now looking around the room thinking, are there any flies? The quandary with that is he can't catch the flies to get rid of them. So how's he going to catch the fly to put it in a freezer? Yeah, I think Honey needs to do um, it. My, my, sorry, can I just stop you for one second? My, mm. my headphone, my both of them have died now. And uh, I'm going to have to go <laughs> back and say. see if the other one is charged enough for me to use it for the rest of this, yeah. uh, this recording. Um, yeah. But... Uh, 
when I come back, I've got some absolute gold that I wasn't able oh. to say because okay. the headphones were dying. So Good. Just, in, the just, meantime, oh, oh. in the meantime, of course, you can't hear a word we say. So anyway, he's a shit, isn't he? Yes. Well, I mean, I still can hear oh, you. Because well, well, I've can. got the speakers <laughs> coming through on the, uh, okay. the Mac. When he says he's yeah, got but, gold, so. he means he's got fuck on. The guy's a real wag. Uh, oh, yeah, he can still say. <laughs> Tell you what. We should, we should put him in the freezer. <laughs> Tie a little uh, <laughs> rope on him. Um, a little bit of cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Matthew was going to stop us and say, we finished, guys. That was brilliant. We've done an hour. Yeah. I was like, that's great. Lovely. <laughs> that's got- good enough for me. He's, he's- <laughs> Hang, on. Hang on. I'm back. I'll he's tight. coming back I'll with tight. his gold. I've got, I've got, you're going to love He's got gold. Place. He's got gold, and we need it. Let's face it; you can't yeah, get any more. He was squeezed. Really, I've been squeezed like a lemon. Isn't you've it? really <laughs> built this. There's up no there. more humour coming out of me. Finish on Not a now. finish on a high note. No, <laughs> I've done all my anecdotes today because I've spent the day with uh, Tom Baker. So obviously, you know, yeah, that's spent. anecdote heaven. You're you're a husk. I am. No offence, you've you know, but you've been an absolute husk today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Crossbow, have you, are you are you with hang, us? Hang on, guys, I would say. But don't you worry about this. I'm back. Oh, here he is. Yes, here I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, the great thing about this is not had much of a build-up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's funny, Michael, you were talking about the Beatle Man, and... Uh, <laughs> I had uh, I had dinner with the Beatle man the other day and I, I offered to pay and uh, then he wrote a check and said uh, said don't worry they won't cash it. Yeah, lovely. Hey. Yeah, lovely. lovely. If they nice hadn't beat. been be- if they hadn't if there hadn't been the delay <laughs> Podcast solved. <laughs> well podcast over I would say forever. Um, <laughs> have we uh, have we in the interim while I was fiddling around with my headphones have we have we solved anything? Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we yeah, that yeah. yeah. Well, there you go, honey. Thanks for writing in. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to have your problem solved, just like honey, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail dot com. Get in touch, or you can obviously call the hotline on this number. Right, so we we come to the end of the of the podcast now. This has been a, a real pleasure. I, we could have talked for absolutely hours, um, but unfortunately, my, my headphones keep giving out. So I, can't, <laughs> I could have I, I could have let I you talk to charge a word. <laughs> oh no! no. And it come nine o'clock, we have to turn the electricity off because we just can't <laughs> afford it. Right? We just can't. I know we can't. <laughs> Um, what an absolute treat, Michael! Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, uh, it's lovely. They're really good fun to chat with you. <laughs> Would no, you like I'm, to? T- I'm sorry, I'm very annoying. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. You're you're an absolute gem. Uh, thank you so much for coming. Would you like to tell people about your brilliant uh, your brilliant podcast? Because it really yeah, is. Yeah, I do a, a podcast, podcast called podcast. Off Menu with. Um, <laughs> he just bankrolls it he's not on he just yeah he pays for the food uh, just, uh, I, I let the boys do it and I just take their dosh <laughs> I do I do uh, I do a podcast called My Time Capsule which is really good fun where I talk to people about five things from their life that they wish they had in a time capsule four things that they cherish and one thing that they'd like to put in there and forget and that's it 
and we talk, talk, talk about all sorts of things and we have um, sometimes a riotous time and other times really moving and uh, yeah. extraordinary things happen. So, uh, yeah, I love doing it. It's great fun. So have a listen if you like, uh, if you're over 50. <laughs> which i would say most of our listeners that don't live in squats are um, so so yeah d- definitely we'll put a link in the in the show notes but um uh, but mike it's been a, it's been such a pleasure having you on thank you so much total pleasure no yeah, my you. pleasure thank you very much i did enjoy that episode i enjoyed it so much actually yeah it was a real <laughs> yeah. a, a real pleasure and uh yeah f- do listen to to mike's podcast it's great. It's really, what, really what, fun. What did you choose to go into your time capsule? Well, you'll have to listen. I'm not going to give oh, you that. I'm not going to give it away good, for actually. for free. Good. Pappy's t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about the Pappy's t-shirts, Tom. <laughs> that would be. That would. Yeah. I mean, well, we could talk about it. Maybe we will talk about that in a different podcast <laughs> on the Patreon. Well, where I'm I just saying, if they're them. in the time capsule, then that'll explain why they're not getting sent out. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, Clark, you sent out a couple the other day, didn't you, Clarky? Do you remember I sent those addresses? Yeah, about, uh, about, yeah, about that. Yeah. Oh, you have No, you didn't. They haven't, they, haven't te- they haven't technically left yet. But that was like two there. months Be- ago I sent because you Because of all the flies. It's because of all the moths. Get okay, them out well, there, Clarky, There will be a God mongoose sake. delivering those, those T-shirts to you. <laughs> If you're a member of the Patreon, and you know what, why not join the Patreon today? There's never been a better time. We've never been, we've never been more on top of our game in terms of sending out the merch. Um, <laughs> so join the Patreon today at patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare. Do you think when we're old, we'll be at least? Do you think the world will be so bad that when we're old, this will feel good? <laughs> oh, and the award for bleakest statement of 2023 goes to Tom Parry. It really was. It's been a wonderful year, 2023. And let's just look back on some of Tom's bleakest bits. <laughs> Do you think when we're old, this will feel good? Tom, I can tell you now, we are old and nothing feels good. Right. And <laughs> So please join the Patreon to pay for the, the, the later life care that we already need. I get the feeling... The end of year care that we need, let alone end of life care, just get us to, get us to December the 31st, guys. Oh boy, yeah. We're not going to make it through 2023. Oh. We're going to be the last ones out, the last boys out of 2023 oh boy oh boy they didn't make Switched it past Christmas and Christmas for them was October 10th <laughs> that's the reason they brought it forward oh they didn't fancy their chances of getting to December but, but by the way guys if you would like to if you would like to send us a um, if you would like to send us a beef uh, or, or, or a question of any kind for example yeah. when we get old will this okay? feel good yeah um, <laughs> when do do of course use use the hotline on 0208 123 3272 or to put it another way 0208 and of course the the email is still there as well beefbrotherspodcast oh. at gmail.com the email is not going anywhere (laughs) beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com we might be going somewhere but the email we're not going to make it to the end of this episode let alone the end of the year (laughs) but honestly that 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 
that email address is locked in. It's not. It's not going to be going anywhere. Don't you, don't you worry that's, about that. That's, that's Thank the you, only Tom. thing you can rely on in these turbulent times. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> it's nice to have an email address that hasn't changed in the uh, three years we've been doing Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Um, right. Bit, bit, uh, thanks. Bit of stability. Bit of stability. Exactly. <laughs> Beef Brothers Podcast at gmail Get in touch today, or yes. if you want to, you can WhatsApp. The f- if you if you think oh I just want to write a couple of lines they don't have to be great tomes if you just want to write a couple of lines you can WhatsApp us uh, you can WhatsApp us to the hotline which is oh two oh eight one two three three two seven two and uh, we'd love to hear from you folks Tom let's 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 we let's must. wrap it up and then we've got to we've got to end oh, it here guys today, today's we've got to end it today's episode was produced by Emma Caution 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 team. team and cheers everyone. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.